we got a big world with big enemies and lots of big personalities. And we're going to talk about it as we cover the long-awaited first 13 episodes of Attack on Titan this week on Shonen and Suds. It's morning time. It's brunch time. I got some eggs going. I got some pancakes going. Cody, how are you, brother? Oh, Chris, I'm good. We are here on a special morning edition of Shonen and Suds. Shonen and brunch. Shonen and brunch, exactly. Yeah, we're coming to you a Friday morning, so we're a day late. That's okay. We got we're, we're excited for this episode, Chris. This is this might be our earliest episode we've recorded. One of one of the yeah. earliest. Um, mm-hmm. and definitely one of the most uh, one of the ones that we've been wanting to do for a while. I would say I would say Cody, this one we've been wanting to do Attack on Titan almost as much as we wanted to do uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I think we, these are just some of the shows that we kind of held off on just because we knew they would they would win. Now, granted, for a AOT, we threw up some competition, and it was a close battle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah but, definitely one we got there. Definitely one we've been wanting to to cover, especially like as we'll yeah. talk about on the news. Uh, the final season should be wrapping up this year. Um, eh, should be, but we'll see. <laughs> should be, but you know, the show just continues to to keep going, and I can't complain, honestly. Dude, and I'm trying to figure out why the hell I stopped watching it in the first place. Like, I've, I've seen season one is all that I've seen, and it's been a few years since I've watched it. So, a lot of this is it's, it's coming back to me as I watch it, but I'm like, I don't remember that guy. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Or, oh, yeah, I forgot that guy's fucking dead. Or, you know what I mean? Like, the, just those little things as you see the, the things unfold on the screen. Cause I mean, there's, there's a lot here. It's just such a, such a terrific story, such a terrific world. I mean, it gets. I understand that it starts to get a little more out there the further along the story goes. But that's, I mean, that's like that's anime, right? <laughs> that's anime, baby. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. You know, without spoilers, uh, it'll, mm-hmm. it does get a little out there. But they, the way it comes together is is, is good in my opinion. I, obviously, I have not. I don't know how this thing comes to a close. So I'm not going to even. I barely Google anything about an Attack on Titan, Chris. I, I've been yeah. dodging spoilers as much as I can, which is not easy because I mean these no. comment sections on on TikTok and YouTube are ruthless. You gotta <laughs> just bobbing and weaving, especially well even now. Like I'm watching One Piece, like now I can't mm-hmm. just randomly watch a some, some random anime ranking video because it'll bring up some arc in One Piece I haven't gotten to. So like. Gotta, yep. gotta definitely be careful on on what I uh, what I check out. It's the it's the plight of being behind on the anime that you watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but and that's why, to be fair, like I mean, we're we're approaching how old are the first couple seasons of this? I mean, we're we're approaching like eight to ten years old on on most of this attack. I mean, I I want to say we're almost a decade old for the first season of Attack on Titan. Yeah, I believe it started airing in 2013. So. Yeah, so we're, we're we're close to a decade. So, uh, you know, spoilers are ahead. But you know, as we're talking, Cody, if you happen to spoil something, uh, don't don't feel the need to 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 bob and weave too much around it. I mean, just for the sake of the podcast, if you you know, try your best. But if something slips out or if something, don't don't or don't go around your elbow to get to your thumb, just for my sake, it's my fault that I haven't <laughs> been caught up. Like I blame myself. Oh no, Chris! I trust me, I. 
I, I will not spoil a thing. Um, don't, don't you worry, buddy. I, I got your back here. <laughs> oh, thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. I respect it. But yeah, man, so it's been you know good week, good show. I can't wait to dive into it. But Cody, we do have some news. Um, you, know, you kind of alluded to it a little bit where we're talking about the uh, the first two parts. Uh, or the It's two parts of the final season, which I already thought the final season had started. Cody, break this down for me. I, I don't know. They're slow rolling it, but I'd rather them slow roll, it than slow roll it and do it right. Yeah, so the final season, which is technically season four, is already... Mm-hmm. In, in two parts. There's already 28 episodes to it. Um, okay. And there is now a third part that will be airing... I believe it's supposed to air March 2023? I, I think is when okay. it begins. The first part of this... <laughs> of this two-part third part. Which, yeah. That's... So season five is what we're what we're looking at here. Almost, but 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 they're still calling it season four, the final season. But they've been saying it's the final season since December of 2020. So that don't make no damn sense to me, Cody. I think they goofed putting the final season on it. I think they should have just mm-hmm. like I don't know why they had to put final season in the intro and all that. Like it it doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. uh, I and I think I don't know how many of these of the end of this. I don't know how long there's going to be, like, how many parts we're going to get. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. I know it'll be two more parts, but I don't know how the episodes are going to be divvied up. Um, mm. But, Chris, I'm, I'm here for the ride. Uh, Yo, is, me too. There's 87 episodes total. Let me double check that. Okay. Think, for the final season? No, in total right now. Oh, in total. Okay, so, I was going to say. I was like, holy shit, Cody. Yeah, so, like, may, maybe they'll do... 13 episodes, which would make an even 100. Maybe they'll, they'll go past that. Um, but either way, I'm here for it, Chris. I'm... Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm definitely in. But yeah, that was... I'm, I'm excited to get caught up with everybody, you know? Yeah, and, and we got plenty of time, too. Um, but I yeah. mean, obviously, that's been like the running joke of the week as far as like anime news mm-hmm. goes. I've seen like plenty of memes and TikToks and mm-hmm. all of that. But I, I think they're going to be. They're going to be bumming when the show comes to an end, because then there's not an anime that I look forward to more than this one. Um, so mm-hmm. It's just very high quality. Great. Yeah, it's it's a good, is what they would refer to it as. Yeah, and then as far, other than that, as far as the cast goes, there's really not much uh, news related. Uh, uh, I mean, we've got new episodes for shows we're looking forward to. we got like another episode of Vinland Saga, I believe. Uh, yes, which is excellent. Yeah. Villain Saga is most certainly excellent. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to get to it yet. Uh, obviously, we got new episodes for Nier as well, and for mm-hmm. um, Dragon Stampede or mm-hmm. Stampede or Rumble. Stampede. Uh, it's Stampede, and uh, I believe Johnny Young Bosch is going to be uh, reprising his role as Vash the Stampede for the English dub. Yeah, which means I will no longer watch the sub. I can. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I never started because. <laughs> It doesn't even feel the same. Like, uh-huh. I Trigun's probably like one of the only shows that I'll. I just have no desire to watch the sub. It, it's already like a new telling of the show. I'm uh-huh. already like iffy on it, and then it's not Johnny Young Bosch talking. I, it, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna. Put a, it's a, it's hard to to top JYB, you know. Yeah, I mean, that was a fucking so. Power Ranger, Chris. <laughs> he, he can't be stopped. Goddamn right. <laughs> um, That's right. 
yeah, and then outside of anime news, Chris, we kind of touched on it before the cast. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it yet, be sure to go check out Last of Us on HBO. Oh, it's uh, so good. That first episode was just absolutely top shelf. Yeah. And if you haven't played the game, play the game. Uh, but this first episode definitely does the game justice. Most certainly. They, they do a great job of cutting out all of the video game fluff while still telling a horrific story. Yeah. yeah. Definitely one of the... I, I mean, I didn't expect it to be nearly as good as it was, and it was wasn't pleasantly surprised. So that'll yeah. be the new and Sunday all, routine, Chris. <laughs> you know, absolutely. The dragon went away, I, and now here's <laughs> The Last of Us. And I'm, I'm honestly yeah, excited the about The Last of Us. Is, Oh, same here. And it's putting up good numbers. And, uh, you know, anybody who was worried about, like, the casting, it's all great. It's, yeah. you know, I, I admit it, all of it took a little bit of getting used to, but everybody just absolutely cranks it out of the park. Like, it is, it's great. It is absolutely great. They, they're all excellent. Yeah, I'm literally just counting down the days till Sunday, Chris. Yeah, I got it. every Sunday on my calendar. Sunday, 9 p.m. That You know where I'll be? I'll be parked my ass in front of the TV. And my, uh, my wife's watching it with me, and she, she knows nothing about the games. So she's like, she she hit me with the, hey, I know you've played the games, so I'm going to need you to just shut the fuck up while we're watching this. It's fine. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I feel like I've seen so many like shows and movies that were based on books that I knew nothing about, but somebody I would be like, mm-hmm. Like a friend or a relative would know about them, and I'd be like the odd mm-hmm. man out. Now I'm like the one that knows. I'm like, you guys got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how the other half lives. That's right. So when you know if, if there ever comes a point of criticism, I'll I'll know what it was like back during like the Harry Potter movie. Like Chris, oh man! I remember going to see the Goblet of Fire, and my mom and brother they fucking. Hated it, and I was like, "That was the best <laughs> Harry Potter movie." I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I was like, "That was off the chain." <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, I didn't read the book." There it is. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to have the you know shoes on the other foot. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it as far as news goes. Um, not a great yeah, television, not. of course. We're talking about AOT this week, so. It, just a, just a good week to uh, sit and watch some, some TV. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And Cody, I don't know about you, but I am ready to dive in and talk all about some AOT. But, you know, Cody, it's brunch time. We've got, you know, we've got our eggs. We've got our hash browns. We've got our pancakes. You've got your plate with the hot dog on it. <laughs> we've got everything except our drinks, Cody. Uh, waiter, waiter, barkeep, bartender. You need to get my man here a bevy. So, Cody, what's drinking? All right, Chris, I, I can't time this crack because I don't know how this is going to go. Just let it rip. Just I'm, let it rip. I'm worried about my guitar in the corner, mostly, I think. <laughs> Holy shnikes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hear that? Hopefully that... Picked. Oh, I did. All right. Nothing it broke. It was sharp. Nothing broke. No Good. champagne was spilt. We make sure the fan. Oh, baby. We might have a, a, a ceiling fan blade that is damaged, but that's okay, Chris. <laughs> we might have a bum wing, huh? Chris, we are doing mimosas. Let me pour this here. Oh, baby. Yeah, don't waste it. Waste not, want not, sir. I did not think that was going to. Uh... I've never cracked a bottle oh. of champagne, Chris. So that, was a, that was a Shonen and Suds first here. 
Oh, dude, it's the best. I think that actually is the first uh, time we've done that on the show, too. Even with all the New Year's, I don't think we've ever cracked a champagne here on the uh, on the show. So, yeah, dude, you, you, uh, you're, you, you've popped our, our champagne. Uh, much like the cork in that champagne bottle, you've popped our uh, champagne cherry. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting. Let me give a little, little splash of OJ in this. I was not expecting yeah, that's all it is. to go uh, as high as it did. I thought I had a good aim on it, Chris. Well, Dog, you could hurt somebody with one of those. Like, if, <laughs> if you def- aim it at somebody, you could, you could, you could put somebody's eye out. Yeah, the ceiling fan uh, took the brunt of that, but oh, bless uh, its heart, Chris. I am drinking a nice uh, mimosa here, so I didn't know how to like what the what the brands were for mimosas, so I kind of just sure. googled some stuff before I left this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm. Champagne-wise, we have Corbell California Champagne Brute. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nice little brute. Yeah. Um, this this seemed like the best bang for your buck uh, as far as the web. Yes. As far as the I, I had like the top ten champagnes for mimosas pulled up. So mm-hmm. um, the orange juice, unfortunately, we did have to go with Tropicana. Um, oh, that's all right. I heard Florida's Natural was the play as far as Florida Natural or Simply are definitely like the ways to go. Yeah, well, I, I, so I went to two different orange juice lists for the same, same, on the mm-hmm. same websites, um, and both of them had like, you know, your Trader Joe's, your Fresh Time, oh, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to Walmart. This is America. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Florida's Natural Pulp Free was completely sold out. And I was like, oh, oh it must have been mimosa, mimosa day. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else had the same idea this morning. It sounds like. And then I saw like what looked like the Great Value Florida's Natural, and I was like, oh. Pulp free gone, and I was like, I feel like you need pulp free orange juice for a mimosa. You most certainly do, okay. unless you're unless you're putting other things in it. Um, like like some people will put like fresh fruit things, like yeah, exactly. Uh, pulp there is fine, but ideally you want pulp free because you're you're ultimately just putting a splash in there. Right, and so it was a toss up between Tropicana and Simply. Um, I uh-huh. figured Simply would be a little too sugary, so I went with Tropicana. Okay, either way, I mean it's. Fucking orange. Hey, you're getting your vitamin C either way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. I am enjoying it. Nice yeah, we're having bottomless mimosas here on this Friday morning. Oh, maybe. I'm I am jealous, but I'm having a great drink as well. But I, I, I was saying I wish it was the eighties still so we can get that Donald Duck orange juice in there. Oh. If only, Chris. If all only. About, um, it's but, all about the Donald Duck. It makes the best mimosa. But enough about my drink of choice, Chris. What about you? What are you having today? Well, you know, I am having a breakfast drink myself. I've got a hot, fresh pot of coffee here, Cody. But, you know, that's a regular cup of coffee is just boring. So we've got a cup of coffee here with a little bit of Bushmills, you know, a little bit of Protestant whiskey and a little bit of Bailey. So we're doing a little Irish coffee this morning, Cody, a little, little hair of the dog. Some would call that one. A little old Greg, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? <laughs> Could you love me? Could you learn to love me? That's right. And if you guys don't understand old Greg, we need you to stop the podcast immediately and go watch all yes. of those videos. Um, I can, like, see him. I can see his face. I, I, I see him all the time, man. <laughs> He's firmly <laughs> living rent-free in, in our memories. <laughs> Absolutely. Some some classic internet. Um, But... But yeah, dude. Uh, if, if I if I had if I had the foresight 
to to go to the store and get some you know mimosa, some champagne and some more brute champagne brute so really to be a champagne it's got to come from the champagne region of france but it's the same goddamn thing it's bubbly goes great with a splash of oj and it's gonna get you drunk yeah i was looking at the at the price tags on the on the website i was like this corbell i've nope, seen this you... bottle this seems like it was like 12 bucks for 12 percent. i was like you got me yeah, that's a dollar percent. Yeah, well, if I'm going like if I'm going ham on mimosas, Cody, I'll buy like the fucking bear the the barefoot brand. That's like four ninety nine for like the big fucking massive bottle. At least it was four ninety nine last time I checked. It's been a while. I, I know I, I know we're not living in the best of times when uh <laughs> you know, these eggs I cracked for my breakfast sandwich this morning. I mean, I'm gonna have to take out a second mortgage on the place now. Is it true that eggs are like crazy high right now? Like I haven't. They are. I'm gonna be honest. They I haven't, like I haven't bought an egg in probably months. Like to be honest, a, a dozen eggs is probably gonna run you like eight bucks. Really? That's wild. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It's apparently it's because there was a, a, a an avian flu outbreak, and then there's also that piled on top of like supply chain issues with farmers for like grain and shit like that. It's just the perfect storm of things that are causing prices to go up. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't follow the news very well, Chris. If it's not on That's immediately right. after Jeopardy, it's probably getting <laughs> skipped. <laughs> if I don't get it from Anime News Network, I typically don't follow it. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't see no... Until, no... until I go to the store. <laughs> or until I'm in the store and it's like, why is that? Why does that cost that? It did not cost that two weeks ago. I feel like I say that every time I'm at the store, like... I literally bought a dozen eggs right before. Thank God I've got eggs in my house, man. I, I should probably sell these. I, people are gonna be sucking dick for eggs pretty soon. <laughs> um, like, but um, yeah, like it, it was like the normal like three bucks for a dozen. I mean, that's pretty normal for like a jumbo dozen or a large dozen. And now you go back to the store, it's like eight bucks. And like the shelves are kind of bare because it's, it's not just that, like there just aren't eggs. Like my, uh, my mother-in-law who has, um, she has chickens. They're, they're barely laying eggs right now. It's just that time of year. It's like, it's typically off season for chickens to be laying eggs. And when a bunch of them are dead, it's less chickens that are already laying less eggs. So the, the, the math checks out. That's tragic, Chris. I was hoping she was making it, money it hand over fist. I was hoping. Oh man. <laughs> We'll be we'll be putting putting the we'll be praying for the chickens. Uh, that's right, that's right. No brunch is complete without some eggs. So, uh, no, not at all. I need like a frittata or something. I don't, I don't know so, some some fancy egg dish that you know. There's usually a slice of cantaloupe that goes with it somewhere. <laughs> all right, but enough but, enough of our breakfast jokes, Chris. Uh, we got our drinks out right. the way. We got our news out the way. It's time to dive into. Uh, Attack on Titan season one. Yeah, all jokes aside, yeah, we are we are here. We, the eggs aren't the only thing that are endangered right now, Cody, and that's a uh, that's the human race we're talking about here in Attack on Titan. That is right. And now, uh, Chris, well, I guess we'll provide a little bit of backstory here. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to our boy Armin, uh, one of the best characters in the show, of course. Yes, he's also, Armin is great. Uh, he's also working double duty. He's the narrator too. So uh, mm-hmm. let's just bring you up, yes. to spe- up to speed here. So a uh, hundred years ago, essentially, uh, these giant titans appeared and started terrorizing mm-hmm. humans. And so we're, they were on the brink of extinction. So they hid behind and built these three 50-meter-tall walls. Mm-hmm. So we have Wall Maria, 
wall rose and wall cena each right. each wall has you know certain sections it almost looks like a dartboard kind of like it gets smaller and smaller yeah and it's weird how much it, but it's a lot of space yeah, between each one yeah there's you know almost like the mile i think there's miles and miles in between each one um, yeah but humanity built up these giant walls um to protect themselves from the titans um these titans eat humans um and yeah and then we... <laughs> and sometimes they cough them up like hairballs but... <laughs> yeah yeah as we'll see um yeah. but we start off uh we see a bunch of like we we meet our main character Aaron he's waking up from this mm-hmm. this dream that's almost like he's seeing like some it almost feels too real. Like he's seeing some crazy scenes, like people getting eaten, things mm-hmm. like this, town getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is Aaron Yeager. Um, if you guys have oh. ever been to a movie theater to see an animated movie, um, usually if the screen ever fades to black, somebody will yell that out. So it is Aaron Yeager. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, but it happens every single time. Um, That's funny. And he lives in the Shiganshina district, which is... Essentially, that's right there on Wall Maria, right? This is on one of the outside on the outside wall. Yeah, because from what I understand too, Cody, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but like the further in you live, like this is where like the 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 like the class system of this world is. Typically, the further you are to the center, the more like well off you are. Yeah, exactly, and that's where you know there's some there's some politics going on in there. Yeah, um, but yeah, very much like. Aaron and his family are, are very much like the, the bottom of the barrel because not only are they on Walmaria, Chris, they're on like uh-huh. a jut outed in <laughs> thing of Walmaria. Like there's They are on like there might as well just be neon sign saying Titans come here, start here, eat at Joe, eat here. Yeah, like vacancy. This giant neon ones just arrows pointing like that's right. That's right. Because like ice cold Miller light here. Well, and, like, not only, like, Shiganshina is, like, so it's, like, an out, I don't even know what to call it, really. It's just, like, it juts out of Walmaria. It has its own separate mm-hmm. little wall around it. Very similar to yeah. Trost, which, ironically, are the yeah. two places that have the Titan attacks, like. <laughs> yeah, which is also where most of, you know, what we're covering today, we have, like, it's, like, pretty much the intro episodes, then, like, the eight-part, like, attack on Trost. Yep. Which are both... I, I believe Trost is a jut end of Wall Rose. It sure is. And then Shigantana is a jutted out part of Wall Maria. But mm-hmm. Aaron lives there. We, he's there with his friend Mikasa, who basically yeah. is like his sister that like has been raised with him through his childhood. Not his actual sister, but they've been living. Definitely a sister from another mister, as they would say. Yeah, and we'll learn more about her in just a moment. Oh yeah, we get some some tragic backstory there. Um, but they. Aaron has this dream, basically, to see the outside world. He wants to join the Scout Regiment. The Scout Regiment yeah. is essentially... They're like the badasses, Chris. They're the, they're the the military that's responsible for going outside beyond the walls and killing Titans and trying to... Prevent them from actually getting to the to the front lines, as it were. So they, they ha- definitely have the most dangerous job. I want to say, Cody, you know, since we're talking about the scouts, you have the there, there's the different regiments. You have like the scouts, you have the guard and the scouts have like the wing logo on which I love the uniforms, by the way. The uniforms are some of the probably the most iconic costumes in anime. Um, and what your 
so you have the you have what the, your symbol is. Yeah, so the scouts have like the wings of freedom, like you mentioned, um, and like they yeah, have like the, the guards green... have like the roses or something. Yeah, they're the what are they, the garrison regiment? I believe is what the they garrison. Are. Yeah, the garrison. And then there's the military police, which basically are just they're like the elites. Yeah, they're well, like... not necessarily because there's elites in each one. Yeah, they're the military police are more like the ones that have to guard like the the king and like the rich and up and coming like the yeah they're basically like they're like the secret service kind of and almost and they're kind of the ones that don't have to go out beyond the walls like you have Mm -hmm. the scout regiment that goes out beyond the walls the garrison regiment inside the walls and then mps are like covering that that middle part covering like wall cena covering the king and everything yeah yeah protecting all the people that think they're important which will exactly soon get interrupted here chris because um <laughs> you know the scouts have arrived and so aaron and mika said they hurried i think they're out collecting wood for aaron's mother carla um and the scouts are looking awfully sullen like they're uh because there's also before they meet the scout before the scouts get back don't they run into um the old drunken one of the captains in the garrison oh uh captain hannes Hannes, yeah, which he's he's kind of a mainstay for a while. Yeah, and we quickly learned that the Garrison Regiment has kind of just been, you know, fucking it, bunch just, of slack jawed daffodils there behind the <laughs> behind the wall. Yeah, just, <laughs> just some guys on break for the last you know fifty years. Um, because just playing pinochle and fucking drinking the hooch—that's my you, kind of gig. Sign me up, Cody. Yeah, which you really can't blame him for, Chris. I mean. I mean, they've been behind these walls safe for a hundred years. Like, yeah, this is how it would be if, you know, if if this was our world, you know, like people would just, yeah, like this, they're practically the national guard, right? Yeah. We're we're just chilling. Like we're just hanging out. Um, now of course all of this will soon be interrupted. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like you said, Chris, when, when we go down to visit the scouts as they return home, like, uh, the mood shifts like there are yeah. large casualties. Everybody's bandaged up. You see this lady come out asking about her son, and the only thing they have left to give to her, Chris, is a fucking oh, arm. His fucking arm. But I'd be like, just don't bring anything back. Yeah, and that and that's I don't I, want. I don't want that. No, absolutely, and that's actually uh, Keith Chavez, who we'll meet mm-hmm. again later. Uh, he shaves his head bald after after this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll meet him later as one of the like the recruitment. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a lot of casualties, but Aaron still wants to join the scouts. Like that's his dream. He wants to go beyond the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, we also get introduced to our boy Armin, aka narrator yeah. Armin Arlet. Uh, Armin the goat. Yeah, this guy is just getting bullied by some 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 local chumps. Um, God. And so Aaron and Mika succumb to the rescue. Um, <laughs> I will say though, I hate, I hate Ar- Armin is like the coolest character, at least in my eyes, anyway. But he's got a fucking bowl cut. Like, could they have not? He's got. He goes from like the Prince Valiant to like a bowl cut. I want to say, doesn't he get a bowl cut like later on in the show, Cody? Uh, he goes through a couple different haircuts, but because he's got like the Prince Valiant right now, fucking Lord Byron in his tower. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I don't even know what to call what he has now. It's. Dude, that, that's, a, that's the with like the bangs and like the fucking yeah, that's the Prince Valiant, huh? Yeah, it's a thick mess of blonde hair, but <laughs> it's a mess. Which maybe is why he's the target of these bullies. But uh, Aaron, oh my god, Aaron and mostly Mikasa come to the rescue because all the bullies are scared mm-hmm. of Mikasa. Um, yeah, she's a bad bitch, that's for sure. And we also get to see um, 
some flashback scenes of his dad, who is known as Grisha Jaeger. Yeah, he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah he's a doctor. Um, he has this key that she, you know, he works in the basement, you know. Um, and Aaron's always been curious to want to go down there. Uh, he promises mm-hmm. when he's going off to, you know, help out some family. Blah blah blah. And he promises when he gets back, Cody, I can that he's going to. And show I can honestly say, have you ever watched a movie or a TV show where dad tinkers in the basement? And it's all and it's it's always something good. It's never anything good. No. When Dad tinkers in the locked basement, any movie or TV show I've ever seen, there's an off limit basement that Dad's tinkering in. There's some bad shit going on down there. Yeah, I think that's why kids are like scared of basements in the dark, Chris. I think it's yeah, just, I think so. <laughs> like I think it's just like books and like like the first Goosebumps book. I'm pretty sure is just called Stay Out of the Basement. Like <laughs> I, I believe you're. Right. I, I saw that on on the library shelf as a kid, and uh-huh. I was good. I was good. Yeah. You know, I'll I'm never. Like, I, I'm good. My room's up here. <laughs> All my toys are in there. My need... Nintendo's there. I'm great. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go down there. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, he promises to show Aaron what's in the basement when he returns, and he has this key around his neck, and mm-hmm. that's gonna put a pin in that's that. A right big now. Grisha has the key on his neck. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Chris. Um, uh, him and Armin and Mikas are, you know, just shooting the shit. Um, they get shooken up quite a bit, Chris. Like literally, physically lifted off the ground when this gigantic yes. sixty-meter colossal titan, the biggest goddamn titan they've ever seen. Yeah, and this is the one you've seen from like the early, the early promotional yeah. images of this. That looks like a muscle. Like it looks like a, like something out of an anatomy book. Yeah, he's not like the regular titans where he's just. He's just all. He's got skin covering him. He's just all muscle and tissue, and, mm-hmm. uh, and actually kicks a hole in the Shigansuna District Gate. Um, yeah, because he's actually tall enough to peek over. Like he, he like, <laughs> like a neighbor looking over the fence, just puts his hands on the top of the fence, just kind of peers over. Yeah, yeah. He, he is creeping on the citizens of Shigansuna. <laughs> he is howdy neighbor. Yeah, and then he, of course. <laughs> He hits the full Pat McAfee punt right through the Gonchina District Gate, and yeah, he does. Of course, uh, you know this sends like giant boulders and chunks of the gate just flying because these are huge, like concrete walls. Um, mm-hmm. and they're destroying houses and things like that, and then there's all the little small, like seven meter and four meter and fifteen meter oh, types boy. come come flowing on through. Um, and obviously, shit is hit the fan. Um. Oh, yes. Obviously, the kids are worried. Aaron and Mikasa are worried about Aaron's mom, who's at the house alone. So they, mm-hmm. they head back to the house. Um, and I can't remember. Armin, I guess, goes back to his family. We, we, meet, we, we briefly see Armin's family. Um, mm-hmm. like, his mama. Or like his dad or whoever the guy is that's on the boat later. Um, with mm-hmm. him just going off and getting himself killed. But, you know, that's, yeah, that's beyond the it point. It is fucking... Pandemonium yeah. right now is what it is. Yeah, and so Aaron and Mikasa head back to the house, uh, only to find uh, Aaron's mother Carla has been pinned under the collapsed house. It's been, it had been hit by like a chunk of the gate that had flown mm-hmm. when when the Colossus Titan kicked through it. Chris, the Titan. I mean, the Titans are running around eating people. Very. This is a very graphic anime for anybody that hasn't seen. Yeah, it. dude. There's, there is blood in almost every episode. Like. Blood and gore, yeah, people are... eaten, torn apart, limbs falling off. Like, they, they, yeah, it is. 
They pull Not for children. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the, the creepiest Titan we've probably seen thus far, and probably for a long time after this, and it's like this, <laughs> this smiley, it almost looks like a female Titan, which most of them look yeah. like. Um, and, you know, she's on, she hears the screams and all this stuff, and they're trying to get the house off of her. Obviously, they're kids, they can't can't do anything. She's begging them to leave, run away. My legs are crushed. All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, Hannes shows up, and he's like, you know, he's he's determined. Chris, he's like, I'm gonna get you guys out of here. Don't worry, dude. Yeah, he turns pinned around, down. Yeah, until he turns around, Chris, and he sees this creepy ass smiling Titan. He's like, We're leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I can't remember, it, has the armored Titan already bust through the fucking wall yet? Or does that happen when they're all trying to evacuate deeper into the walls? I think that's when they're evacuating oh, deeper. that's later on when they're on the boat, yeah, because this motherfucker just fucking, yeah. he fucking just full steam ahead, just tackles through the wall. Yeah, yeah. He'll so I'm jumping the gun here. Yeah, he'll come up here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Hannes basically is like, alright, I'm scared as fuck, I'm getting you kids out of here, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and Aaron's like, "What are you doing?" Like, that's my mom, and we're watching slowly as this Titan picks up the mile. Cody, this is such a hard scene to watch. Yeah, an old smiling Titan makes a meal out of Mama Dukes. Unfortunately, takes a bite out of crime, dude. I'm just pouring myself another mimosa here for, for old dude, Mama. Pour Dukes. one, pour one out for Carla Yeager. Yeah, unfortunately, takes the L here. Probably oh, yes. our first of many major deaths that we will see as the show goes on. Um, oh, yes. Make sure I don't spill this. Oh. Lining this thing up with champagne. We put a splash. Right, but this, but this is also, I mean, this is, this is your, the crux of your plot right here, at least initially. Um, this, is, this is the fuel that is going to fire Aaron's, uh, Aaron's journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably like... This is the iconic episode that gets everybody drawn in. Um, I think this might be, you know, not to go too off off the course here, mm-hmm. but I think this may be the most iconic, like, first episode of anime, like, period. It is definitely one of them. Yeah, I will one hundred percent. Like, I've never, I've never seen anybody watch this first episode and and not go, I'm in. Yeah, like, I mean, there, there, there's obviously, you know, there's plenty of great, you know, first episodes, uh, like. What, what comes to mind that I can think of is like, I love Death Note's first episode. Mm-hmm. This I think is just on another. Oh, it's like I'm just so all crazy. The fucking way I'm in, I am in. Um, Dude, and and they dump now. You know, we said uh, at the top of this, they throw a lot of characters at you, but you don't give a shit because it gives you just a scope of how big this world is and how dire the straits are. Especially when these motherfuckers start plowing through the wall. Yeah, and even before we jump into this next episode, I do want to touch on, like, they really help explain, like, if you don't Uh understand the world, the intro of almost every episode really explains, like... It's great. Like, again, once again, a hundred years ago, this happened, hid behind the walls Uh until this this exact date. I think it was 845 is when they kicked through the wall. Um... And if you also, if you haven't done it before, and this is the first time I've actually ever done it, uh, on the episode break, like the midway point, I urge you to read. Just get yourself some of that lore. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, there's some vital information, especially later on. Like, there's some, mm-hmm. 
some vital information that you wouldn't sometimes you wouldn't even know um uh-huh. now granted i've paused mid-episode like on my first like five watch throughs so i don't i don't do that anymore except for the new oh, you're, you're well averse in the yeah, lore yeah. you are a lore boy yeah, i am knee deep but um yeah the intro and the midway points definitely help flesh out the world and remind you you know what's going on there's always like a little yeah. recap at the beginning um kind of bringing you up to speed uh, which I appreciate because not a lot of shows do that. Um, yeah, and you're going to need it. You're going to need it because they, they throw a lot at you, especially from here on out. Yeah, and so, you know, diving into episode two, um, obviously Han is a super set, uh, apologetic to Aaron and them. He he admits that he was scared uh, to Aaron and me because uh-huh. uh, obviously Aaron's pissed. You know, he's punching him in the back of the head and all this stuff. Um, but eventually him and all of the townsfolk escape to the inner wall of Walmaria. Um, yeah, and it's funny when you when you think about it, Cody. Like if you pull back from where they're at, they're they're just now out of that giant jutting piece, and now they're like actually behind the, the first wall, effectively. Yeah, yeah, they've only left Shiganshina. Like they're yeah, <laughs> they're a long way from like the king, for example. Um, and you oh, see like they're a long way from the king. The soldiers and the civilians just stand no chance against these titans. Um, mm-hmm. so they're like, we got to close the gate. Chris, as they're closing the gate, we have oh, another another special Titan shows up, the Armored Titan. Um, and this guy's basically just a Titan that's covered in armor. Like, it's very, like, the name Dude, explains it. This motherfucker it. brought some bus fare, because he just plows <laughs> through the fucking wall, dude. Yeah, he hits the 40-yard dash straight through the fucking oh. wall. Um, but thankfully, after he runs through the wall, he, like, kind of... He he, he kind of like just fucks off. Like same with the colossal titan. Yeah. He kicked the hole in wall in the Shiganshina wall, and then he's like, he just went away. Like, we oh, because this part was intense though, man. Because like they see him, yeah. and he like like fucking locks and and they're like firing the cannons at him, and he's just he's just coming, Cody. Oh lord, he coming. Yeah, Adrian Peterson just out here breaking tackles. Like, oh my god, he's getting the first down, Chris. <laughs> Goddamn right he is. <laughs> um. But yeah, so now Wall Mario has been breached, which is a main wall. Now this is now it's like a okay, this is a big fucking deal now. This isn't just a yeah, little, shit's little. This isn't just a little jut off. <laughs> this is the real wall. Um, and so now they got to retreat behind Wall Rose. Like everybody's scrambling. There's like, um, there's what are they fairies? I guess is what they're technically called. Like boats. Yeah, they're they're like these little fairies that are, it's almost like a mix between like a, a boat and a cable car. Cause I mean, yes, it is a boat. It's in the water, but it's like on this, um, like on this pulley system, I guess to get it out of port quickly. Cause they need to get the fucking, they need to get this show on the road. Yeah. I mean, I imagine normally they use these as just like a form of transportation. Cause you can't do like trains or anything like that, but they are awfully slow for you know what, oh my what's God. happening here, um, and obviously like it's like it's like the safety boats on the Titanic, Chris. They are filling up fast, and everybody else is getting oh my left God. fucking behind. Dude, and everyone's like, "Please take the children," and it's just like, "Oh my God, these people are so fucked." Yeah, fortunately for our gang here, um, Armin makes it out with, I believe, his grandfather, I think, or his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, he dies very soon. Um, <laughs> and Aaron and Mikasa yes. make it, uh, and they retreat behind Wall Rose. Um, and then Chris, uh, we have a our first of many time skips throughout this part. We have a couple of different small time skips, but some time has passed. 
Um, and we see Aaron. Yeah, we're like a couple years. Like this is a couple years at this point now, right? Uh, I, I or is it like oh, that? This might be a year. I was just talking about or six that. months. Yeah, it's something. I don't. I because he's not. He hasn't. He hasn't done the train. He's not a scout. He's not a recruit yet. Yeah, we're not training yet. We skip forward a little bit, and we see Aaron having another strange dream. Um, this one is a little bit more like we get to see a little bit more. Yeah. You see his dad prepping some injection for him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Saying that he's going to, you know, it'll all make sense soon. Just, you know, hold on to this key. And when Aaron wakes up, he gets woken up by Mikasa. He's like, you're having a mm-hmm. bad dream. And we we see Aaron is now wearing the key. Yeah, he's got the key around his neck. It's like, how did that get there? Hmm, maybe these dreams are like, real. What's going on here, Chris? Uh, I am not drunk enough to figure that one out. Pour yourself another coffee, Chris, because uh, I need a hot chopper. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we we also see that like now you know the food shortage is is starting to take effect. Um, people, yeah. like, there's there's not enough people now. Like we've retreated behind our major, our first layer of major, like our first wall, and so more people, mm-hmm. smaller space, less food. Um, we see the effect the, the economics are starting to. St- Starting to rear their ugly head here. Like, we're, we are not in a good place, Coach. Yeah, and so the government basically is like, look, you either work for food on farms or you fight to reclaim Maria. Um, yep. they, they send out pr- uh, pretty much every willing body that'll go. Um, and 250,000 people, Chris, 20% of the, world, of the remaining human race, as far as we know, choose to fight and die. Um, yeah, they they're they're, they're dust. They are fucking Titan Chow, dude. Yeah, and and they they kind of brush over this like they don't. We, we don't get to see. We just know that they're everyone who was sent out dead um, for the yeah. most part, uh, including like Armin's family, like his grandpa, or his dad, mm-hmm. or whoever that guy was. Um, and so Aaron mm-hmm. obviously he vows for revenge, and then he plans to join the recruits. Uh, and Mika's and, and Armin, Mika's is like, look, I'm with you till the end. I don't care. Wherever you guys go, I'm going. And you know, Armin's right. like, I'm, I'm here, brother. Armin's like, well, they just killed all my family, so might as well. Um, and yeah. you know, we enter our uh, we enter training, Chris. Um, in episode three, training begins. We 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 run back into old Keith Shot as the guy who handed over the arm to that old lady at the very beginning. Yeah. And he is now the drill instructor for the new recruits of the hundred and four. I fucking love this guy. Yeah, Keith is. He definitely grows on you. Uh, he's uh, yeah, he's a fun character. Yeah, he's the drill instructor. Um, we get to meet a lot. He's of doing everything. No, but, go ahead. Yeah, we just meet a lot of new characters here. We meet Sasha, who is obviously a very big fan favorite character, who's the potato yep. eating girl. For those that don't know, that's right. That's right. <laughs> she just well, oh, fuck man. She 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 eats everything, man. She's she isn't she the one? She's like she's like always stealing food and shit. Yep, I I think. Uh, it's just iconic of her with the potato, I believe. Yep. I don't have the Funko Pop on display right now, but I believe she actually. Oh, has... you got the, the bo- with the boiled potato. Yeah, I believe she does have the potato in the one Funko Pop. Um, Hell yeah! And even like, I, I mean, even like T-shirts you'll see with her having the potato, and you know, just on and on and on. Um, and then we also get to meet um, Jean or Jean, whatever. They, yep. they kind of call them both names at different points in the show. Yeah, it depends on where. I guess it depends on what wall you're from. But it, he, I, I like him. He's, he's uh, him and Connie 
um, are some of my favorite characters. Yeah, Connie's my boy. Connie's probably my yeah. favorite, like, like offshoot kind of side-ish character. Um, outside yeah, of Connie, Connie's that boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gene kind of develops a, a rivalry with Aaron, you know, in the yep. mess hall. They're always talking shit to each other, all this stuff. Always um, talking that mess in the mess hall. Yeah. And Gene's desire is to become part of the military police. Mm-hmm. You know, you're inside the inner walls. You're probably never going to see any real action. You know, it's that pussy desk job. Yeah, that's what he that's what he wants. Uh, and then we meet our boy Connie as well. Connie's there. Um, we also meet. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess this is when they we, they kind of explain the omnidirectional mobility gear, otherwise known as ODM gear, which we'll probably use yep. that acronym from here on out. And this is basically mm-hmm. like. Your Spider-Man part of the, this show, Chris. It's like they these wires that shoot out with grappling hooks, and they got blades that they can pull out and use a sword. And the triggers on the blades, like control. It's such a. This is probably one of the most well thought out. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I this not only are like the uniforms cool, but this their 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 kit is very very cool as well and it, it the i don't know man like there's just something about it like that you get this a very spider-man feeling there's this there's this sense of like this is what separates the chaff from the wheat right like the good soldiers know how to fucking make this thing sing like like i want to say gene like right off the bat is like one of the best ones with it and it takes our boy aaron quite a bit to learn how to use this though to be fair his gear was busted yeah and we'll, and we'll touch on that um, they also, I don't know if it's in this episode, but I'm just going to go ahead and explain it now. But yeah. humanity has learned that to kill a Titan, you have to slice the back, like the nape of their neck right. on the back. Yep. Um, and so that's why they've developed this ODM gear to get them to the heights that they couldn't get to, obviously standing on the ground. No guns or, you know, cannons yep. work, but only if they destroy the same part. It's like, you know, you got to shoot yep, a zombie they in the regenerate. Yeah. 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 If you don't slice the back of the nape, by like uh, so many meters in and all this stuff, mm-hmm. they're just going to regenerate. You cut off a finger, you stab them in the eye, like doesn't matter. That's growing back. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, Jean is like the first one to catch on. Mika is obviously like, she's the badass of the show. So she's always just going to oh, be I like <laughs> first in the class. Um, but Aaron, like you said, Chris, his gear is busted. We find out later. He's trouble having trouble balancing. And how they balance is they kind of lift you up on these, these like pulleys. And Aaron's just keeps flipping upside down like he is struggling, um, which kind of he's fuels, worried he's gonna wash out. Yeah, and it kind of fuels the rivalry with him and Gene. Uh, Gene's mm-hmm. always talking shit on him. Um, yeah, because that's the thing too. If you wash out, like you're you're going back to the fields, dog. Yeah, and uh, and then he he kind of you know he's having trouble, and he he asks some of the other recruits, Chris, and this is where we meet uh, Reiner, Braun, and Bertolt. Yeah, Andrew. Reiner and Bertolt are kind of like, I mean, they're always together. Um, and they're, I like Ryder. They're also the only other ones that were like, I believe they're some of the few. I guess there technically are more that we'll find out mm-hmm. later who have personally encountered Titans, and they tell us about like this. I think they're from like a mountain village or some village that they're from. The Titans that appeared that day. Um, and so they basically like they all go out and kind of like give Aaron their advice, all this stuff. Um, the next day, Chris. Sure enough, Aaron falls upside down again, and then uh, Keith takes a look at it. Keith shot as the drill instructor, and he turns out it's been defective this entire time. So this whole time, he's, he's like, been, "Oh, 
He's been learning. Mm-hmm. It's like the equipment was busted. Gives him the new equipment, makes it work. Works like a charm. He's got it down. Um, yeah, and people are like, "Oh, wow, he was able to do that with broken gear." Yeah, and then going in right into episode four, this is where we get our five-year time skip. Um, yes, five yes, years yes. Since the fall of Walmaria and Ganshina, um, and you know, like we we kind of get our. Uh, this is where Shadez kind of goes over like all the recruits. So we kind of get names to faces and like who's ranked where and like the top ten, all this stuff. Like it's very, it's a very helpful like recap to kind of introduce you to everybody, including Annie Lionheart, um, who when the the students are training hand to hand combat, um, we learn that she is <laughs> she is the queen of hand to hand combat. Chris, she beats up Aaron, she beats yes. up Reiner, she is. When it comes to <laughs> the fisticuffs, she's got you beat. Um, and Aaron kind of questions yeah, I why. I love the sparring scenes. Yeah, and Aaron kind of questions why they're even training for this. He's like, why would we have to fight other people? Um, you know, we're, we're supposed to be fighting these titans. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's just general training as far as that goes. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, later that night, like, we're in the, we're in the mess hall and Aaron's kind of learning the gene and a lot of a lot of the top recruits are wanting to join the MPs, and he's like, yeah, "Fuck that! I'm trying to, I'm a, I want to be a scout." Uh-huh. Uh, and then yep. we, come, we come to graduation day, and Aaron and Mikas uh, both rank in the top ten. I think all of most of our names. All characters. of the homies are in the yeah. All of our main characters are the top of the class. Yeah, and so everybody's eligible to join the MPs if they want to. Aaron, of course, mm-hmm. declines and says he's joining the scout regiment, the front lines, all that stuff. Armin and Mikasa are going to go where Aaron goes. Um, yep. Because I think Mikasa actually promised Aaron's family that he'd always kind of look out for him. Yep, that's because uh, that was like one of like, pretty, pretty much his mom's dying words to her when they were trying to pull her out of the rubble or whatever. Yeah, and I think they actually they flash back to a scene with Mikasa and her where like she says, mm-hmm. like, you know, just watch over him, all this stuff. Um, yep. And. That kind of encourages a lot of uh, some of the other kids to join him too. Like, mm-hmm. like Aaron, like he he has a way of persuading people into, you know, not in like a negative way, but like he encourages them the most. Um, and they mm-hmm. get they get assigned to Trost District, which is another city that's kind of one of those jut out cities on the outer edge. Uh, of of uh, this is Wall Rose, I believe, is where we're at now, right? Yeah, which is the second. Wall. Yep. The yep. middle wall, I guess. Um. Chris. And shit gets we they they aren't even here for like fucking five minutes. Because I want to say what happens here too is Aaron gets assigned to like a certain spot, and Mikasa, uh, Mikasa, I was going for Mikasa, Sukasa, uh, Mikasa, and um and no no uh, Armin and Aaron are in the same location, but Mikasa gets sent somewhere else uh, in the city, like a different post in the city. Yeah, they're all in trust, but yeah, like yeah. Aaron's up on top, like helping. Like with the set, cannons, they're setting up the cannons and all this stuff, you know, just in case. And then Chris, he's and, like, oh my he, and he gives this big inspirational speech, like, "We're ready to fight back. We're gonna kill all." And then Colossal Titan just like, just oh. out of fucking nowhere, just <laughs> RKO out of nowhere, dude. Yeah, and you know. And kicks a hole in another wall, and it's like, oh. Which I remember the first time I watched is I was like, Cody, how did they not see that coming? Like, 
I was like, he must have literally popped out of the ground because there's no way you don't see that fucker just coming up the, you know, coming up the road. He was crouched down. You couldn't see him under the wall. He That's right. He was, hey. he was, uh, he was fucking <laughs> he was just commando for like solid snaking across the grass. Yeah, he was hiding under the ring, Chris. He, he had he's no just, idea. He's, <laughs> he to grab he's just walking with a tree. He's got like a tree and he's like hiding behind it and stops whenever they look. Yeah, exactly. Does the tree look close to you? It's like the meme of the dude hiding behind the tree, like peeking out. Like that's the colossal fight <laughs> in this world. Chris, he shows up and starts wreaking havoc. He's destroying the cannons. Um, and this kind of goes into the next episode. And this begins our our, our the struggle for trust part series, which is one of like eight. <laughs> yeah, which will take us to the end of where we're covering today. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron tries to, you know, start a counterattack. He tries to go for the nape of the neck, but the Colossal Titan has this ability to like release this hot steam. So Aaron uh-huh. can't reach the weak point. Um, you know, and everybody's scrambling for like a counterattack and all this stuff, Chris, and then the Colossal Titan just vanishes. Like the steam goes away and he's just he's gone. But, hey, how the fuck do you lose something that big? <laughs> he's hiding behind the tree again. <laughs> God damn it! Um, but he has, of course, kicked a hole in the wall. Um, so you yep. know, now all the little baby titans are coming through. Dude, and what, what's really hard here, Cody, is these characters, you know, the people that Aaron is with here on top of the wall, like on top of the wall, like we, we kind of get to meet them a little bit, Cody. Doesn't fucking matter because they're all dead. Yeah, for the most part. If they're not one of our named party members here, if you're yeah, not. Because I think the only ones there, like the only ones that live. I think honestly, at this point, I mean, not to you know, we're jumping the gun, or at least I'm jumping the gun a little bit. The only person who lives from this area is fucking Armin. Yeah, yeah I mean, though I'll, technically Aaron lives, but you know, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that in a minute here too. Yeah, <laughs> but then we kind of get to see where Mika's is at. Um, mm-hmm. and, and this place is huge, by the way. Like it's so because you see like the smoke and shit, like the hole in the wall, way off in the distance. I'm like, this seems a lot smaller from from an aerial view. Yeah, when you see the Titans there, it's like. Yeah, it, I guess it does. It, it, it's like as far. I mean, it is technically as far as Shigantano was from Wall Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Mikasa is under the commands of Warman, uh, Kids Warman, uh, who is a mm-hmm. member of the Garrison Regiment. Um, she's basically assigned with evacuation. And so, you know, Aaron and Armin are basically out on the front line. Titans are in the city, mm-hmm. wreaking havoc, killing people, the whole, you know, doing the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it's a rough day. Yeah, and I mean, their comrades are, like you said, Chris, they're getting eaten just one by one. Um, and I can't they're getting remember, eaten or they're getting smashed. And I can't remember, is this the episode where we get the Mikasa flashback? I think this is the episode. Um, uh, could I don't know if it's here or if it's... I think it doesn't happen until um, until Armin gets back and just, like, they're all dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because then, then Mikasa is like, oh, they're fucking dead. Like, she, she hulks out and she's ready to kill. You're right. I, I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit there. Um, but eventually, Chris, um, even Aaron, like, his leg, I think it's his leg that gets snapped off, like, as they're, like, yeah. flying oh, through man. the city with their ODM gear. His leg gets chomped off by a titan. 
Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I got. And I remember the first time I, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, Cody, are they are they do they pull the switcheroo on us? Are they just going to kill this guy like right off the bat? Yeah, Chris, and I mean it, his leg gets chomped off, and then you know, uh, I think it's is it Armin's Armin's like, hey, you know, he's trying to distract the Titan and all this stuff, but Armin's mm-hmm. so fucking scared, and so like the Titan just grabs Armin and just fucking yeah. straight down the gullet. Dude, I th- I was like I was like they, I was like is this show about Mikasa? Like, is she the main character? <laughs> they sure make it seem that way. That's for. Oh my god, dude! Fucking, Armin, he, Aaron, like poor boy. Aaron flies over and pulls Armin out just in time, and he's like, you know, he's saying all the stuff because Armin's always talking about these books that his his parents used to look at about like the mm-hmm. discovering the ocean and these sand dunes and the outside world and all this stuff. And Aaron's like, we're gonna reach the ocean, and then Chris. Titan chomps down and his arm goes flying out at him. It's like, uh, it's like, what the fuck just happened? Aaron's dead. Like, he's dead. He's been chomped yeah. up and 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 eaten. Um, yeah. he's dead, dead. Yeah. Like, and Armin's and like that's how the episode ends. I'm pretty sure it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, holy shit! Our main character has just been eaten by a titan. Yeah, and I want to say at this point, we're in like what episode six, five, six, or seven. Like we're like we're like right in like the heart of this. Yeah, we just met him. You know, we're just getting to know his family and his friends. And yeah. chomp we missed seven years of his life because of time skips. Yeah, and now Armin's kind of been, you know, kind of snapped out of his funk that he's in because obviously he's freaking the fuck out. Oh my god, dude! And he, and I want to say at this point, he's hauling ass back into the city. Yeah, and he gets woken up by, like, Connie. Uh, we meet Krista mm-hmm. and Ymir, who are another kind of, like... Yes. They're kind of always by each other's side. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, we're heading back to the rear guard. He's, obviously, he's... Chris, his shock is, is taking over. You know, he's he's blaming himself. He's sad. Um, he's, he's delirious at this point. And this is the episode... Uh, we're in episode six, I believe, now. Yeah, this is where... Uh... Uh, Mikasa has the flashback, which this poor thing. Oh yeah, and, but before we get the meet, before that, Chris, we have the abnormal Titan that's like kind of ravaging through the city, heading towards mm-hmm. this gate. And there's, you know, there's this rich fuck with this wagon of, of oh, goods. this fucker. And mm-hmm. Mikasa kills the Titan right before like all these people, and then just fucking walks up to him like, y- you need to move this fucking cart now, like. <laughs> He's like, he's like, oh, do you know who I am? I will tell. She's like, you won't be able to tell whoever oh, you want to tell. Like, you will be dead <laughs> in a matter of Oh, your story moment. walking is what you need to do. Yeah. Um, which obviously, like, the citizens are very happy with Mikasa because uh, he mm-hmm. essentially saves their lives as Titans are are k- closing in on the city. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get a flashback, Chris. Uh, the year 844. Um it's a good year. Yeah, good year. You know, before shit hit the fan. Um, <laughs> right. But Mikasa, basically, you know, she lived with her own parents. Um, uh-huh. And they basically got attacked by these three criminal guys that were looking for, like, I believe, because I, I think in this world, Mikasa and her family were technically, like, foreigners, or they were of, like, some other descent. And uh-huh. that's why these, these criminals were after them to sell uh-huh. the mom... Like Mikasa's mom and Mikasa to you know whatever, whatever, almost knocked my cup of mimosa over. Oh <laughs> no! Can't have that. Um, but 
they were going to sell them to like you know whatever black market criminal organization. Yeah, basically, is just slaves. What basically slave traders is what these people were. Yeah, and so I mean, we we get to see the full scene after uh, after this episode's over. But basically, they open the like cops answers the door, thinking this is going to be Grisha Yeager. Aaron's father. Yeah, they, they had met already before, I think, at this point, right? Yeah, they had met a couple times. Like, they were like, obviously, Grisha being like the town doctor in Chiganshina. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were expecting the doctor to be at the door. And so Mika's dad goes to open the door, and this criminal just immediately just stabs him. Catches a knife right in the gut for his troubles. Yeah, and then, of course, they attack the mom. Mom tells Mika to run. Uh, mom gets taken out. And so when Grisha and Aaron show up, like, there's just bodies. Mm-hmm. Mikas is gone. Yep. And like, Grisha's like, Aaron, you wait outside. I gotta figure this out. Now, obviously, he's checking on the mom and pops. They're both chalked. <laughs> they are chalked. <laughs> they are absolutely chalked, Chris. And then, little to, <laughs> to... With Grisha not knowing, Aaron, he basically followed the slave... Or the, uh... The slave traders is what they are. He followed them back mm-hmm. to their nearby, like, little hideout. And Chris, mm-hmm. he goes in there and fucking kills the the first two of them. Mm-hmm. And saves Mikasa, and she's like, wait, there was another one. And, and then the third guy pops out of the shadows, attacks Aaron, he's strangling him. And then, you know, with with the encouragement, you know, Aaron's like a kid at this point. He's still, like, speaking out, you know, these these encouraging words to Mikasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kills the third the third guy. And so, you know, Mikasa and Aaron, have, since then... They've basically been raised together. Um, and they have been inseparable since then. Yeah, Aaron, or Grisha invited Mikasa to come live with them, and then they've basically been like a family since then. Um, Mikasa mm-hmm. has a very a very dark, tragic past. Um, and I think she uses yeah, that hate, as, fuel to, see it. as fuel to the fire, because Chris, she is she's the only one out there that's actually like killing Titans consistently, as far as yeah, like, dude, the dude, new dude. group of recruits is concerned. And I want to say too that she even says when they're when they're getting ready to mobilize and go, she's like, "Y'all suck. Y'all are just in my way. Um, yeah, like, what are you going to do about it?" Especially when she finds out about Aaron, she's like, "You guys suck. All right, I'm I'm the big yeah. dog." <laughs> Obviously, her, her emotions have taken. <laughs> she's the over. head of the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, fucking acknowledge her, dude. But yeah, and then going into episode seven, um. A lot of our squads, you know, Aaron, or not Aaron, Aaron's been chomped up. Uh, Armin, Aaron's... Connie, and Gene, and all of them, they're, Chris, they're gas mm-hmm. on their ODM gear, so the ODM gears do run on gas. Um, mm-hmm. They're running low. And the supply depot we see, it's like been overrun by Titans. Not only that, but the supply depot, everybody there is a bunch of pussies. Turns out. Oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> they're, they're, all like, they're all like hiding and shit. They are. Um, and, you know, eventually everybody gets reunited. Um, and Mikasa meets up with Armin, and Armin is clearly shook, and he's like, how am I supposed to tell mm-hmm. Mikasa what happened to Aaron? Um, yep. And he basically has to spill the beans. And obviously Mikasa is like, this is when she gives her, her head of the table speech, like, mm-hmm. look, I, I'm the shit. I'm, we're doing this. we got to reclaim the supply depot. But on the way there, yep. Chris, Armin notices that Mikasa is using too much gas. He ends up running yep. out and, like, Flat, like, you know, falls, plummets down into this alleyway, a titan's approaching. Oh, man. It's like, there's no fucking way. And and she's like, she's kind of like on her knees, just kind of like, 
just kind of begging for the sweet release of death at this point. Just like, well, here we go. Yeah, you can this tell. Is it. You can tell she's kind of like. I mean, losing Aaron has uh, been a, a detrimental blow to her. Um, yeah. And you know, this Titan's about to fucking swoop in and kind of end. My it. God. But then Chris, yeah. this other Titan shows up and uh, fucking just beats the shit out of out of the regular Dude. Titan. Just this, smashes his head clean through his ass. This Titan clearly looks different. He's like the fucking jacked and juicy Titan. He's the fucking Scott Steiner oh. of the Titans. That's right. He is big Papa Pump. You know, the rest of the Titans are just a bunch of doofuses. But this guy, I That's mean, even, right. like, even like the teeth, like his jaw looks different. Like everything about him is different. Uh-huh. And kills this other Titan. It's like, wait, what's this? What's going on here? Uh-huh. Um... Uh, not only, not only do we have this scene happening, we also have Gene kind of taking over the remaining squad. Um, but Gene, I mean, even like seeing all of his comrades and all everybody getting eaten, like, like he he shook. And, that, and that's that's what I absolutely love about this show, Cody. Like as as the bodies start to drop, like you see how like this, like, you just watch the PTSD just start to seep into their into these kids. Like these are kids. For God's sake, and like they're they're never the same. Like they're they you see you start to see that throughout every episode, man. Like these kids just are not the same, and I don't know. There's just again, there's just that really neat quality about how just real these these events are to yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of the right way to word that. Like there's there's a, a very like grounded quality to it, right? Like these these kids are suffering from this PTSD. They are shook at watching their their the people they were literally just talking to five minutes ago just be fucking street pizza. Yeah, and I mean even when you think about it, like they've been training for the last five years. You know, yeah for this moment and, and like well, some of their friends are just getting eaten in front of them like uh-huh. like one after another after another and it's it's a lot, mm-hmm. and and then sometimes that five year and like that five years of training doesn't mean shit. The yeah. second you just get fucking splatted by a titan, yeah, hundred percent. It's like Mike Tyson says, man, you, everybody's got a plan until they get hit. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, Chris, now they got a titan on their side. This titan is is fighting the other titans, and he's ignoring the, them. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, so like they got got a minute to compose themselves a little bit. Armin's like, all right, Mikasa. I'm going to give you my gas tanks and blades so that you can mm-hmm. help with the supply depot because you're way better than I am. And Armin's like, leave me this blade. You know, if, if it comes down to it, I'd rather, you know, basically saying I, he'd rather take his own life than be eaten by... Than have a Titan eat him. Right. <laughs> she fucking throws it off the roof. She's yeah. like, nope. Nope, you're coming with me. Mika's has got like a newfound... Uh, I don't know, she's encouraged by this, this Titan fighting the other Titans. Yeah. And so they. She's like, I said y'all suck, and you still suck, but you're coming with me. Yeah, you're still one of her, like her best friends, obviously. She and she, yeah. she actually mentioned she's like, I think at, at this point is when she mentions like, or maybe no, no, it's probably later. But she meant eventually at some point during this episode, episode, um, mm-hmm. she mentions that like you saved her, Aaron and me once. So I'm not gonna mm-hmm. let you, you know, go out like that. Um, and so. Yep. They break into the supply depot. We see like a bunch of the supply depot workers are hiding and scared, and John is not having Ooh. it. He is fucking pissed. He's like, "We've been waiting on you," and you know, he's swinging on some random dork. It doesn't matter. He's gonna get eaten too. Um, 
some random jabronis. Yeah, but Armin, Mikasa, and Connie show up. Um, and they're like, you know, we need these supplies, blah, blah, blah. There's a Titan out there that's helping us. Obviously, a lot of the kids are like, yeah, bullshit. Until fucking Aaron's, you know, Chrissy, he's punching the heads of Titans and they're flying and hitting the supply depot. And they're like, right. We rest our case. Like, this is happening. We got to get to the fuel storage area. Um, but Chris, there's there's four meter Titans down there. And so this is where we get to see kind of Armin's first, like, I guess, tactical plan. Because Armin, you know, yeah. as the show goes on, we get to see he's the brains of the group, really. Which I really, really like. I like watching his, uh, his his strategies unfold. Yeah, and this is kind of like the first point. You know, obviously he's emotional about losing his friend, but uh-huh. you know, there, there's more to fight for out there. And so there's seven Absolutely. Titans down there, and there's like a they have like a an elevator lift kind of thing, and they have guns. They mm-hmm. like yeah muskets really, and they're like, all right, we can shoot them in the eyes, and then the seven best of our comrades here, which is like. Most of the name characters. So you got, mm-hmm. you know, Gene, Baratolt, Sasha, Connie, Reiner. Can I get all these? Oh, can you? Annie, can you? Oh, Mikasa. Yeah, that's that's all of them, I believe. Mikasa. Yeah, they're basically going to swoop down from the from the top to to get the get the neck of all the surrounding titans. And you seven but... named characters are going to go kill these titans while we <laughs> shoot guns in their eyes. All right. <laughs> yes, and. uh Basically, the, the whole idea is they're like, we can't miss. We've got to get them all at the same time or we're fucked. Yep. And so uh, five of them are successful, unfortunately, for Connie and Sasha. Yeah, uh, they, yeah they, they fucking brick. <laughs> they fuck up. But then we have the bad bitches, Mikasa and Annie, show up and just fucking annihilate yes. these titans. Luckily, these are four-meter titans. If they would have been yeah, you know, any taller, we would have been in, in some deep shit here. And I feel bad for Sasha here because she she kind of she has a moment she she kind of crumbles here, yeah. Uh, and she and she kind of takes it. And I and I guess we kind of brushed I, we didn't really touch on it during their training. But like Sasha's kind of mm-hmm. like our. There's a lot of comedic relief with Sasha, and so like mm-hmm. this is probably the first moment where we see like like her stricken with like the fear and like happy that Mika's has saved her and all this stuff. It's like mm-hmm. she's kind of been like our fun, you know. Oh, she stole some food, so she's got to run laps all night. Or you know, like this is the first time you get to see like the the terror really take over her as well. Um, yeah. Or Sasha and Connie. <laughs> they're, yeah. Just, they're just some good kids out here in a, in a shitty world. Um, they are. You hate to see it. Thankfully for Mikasa and Annie, they save them. Um, you know, the fuel. Everybody's fuel gets replenished. All this stuff. Um, <sighs> And, it, was, it was a photo finish, Cody. Yeah, and they're kind of watching this Titan outside, just eating the shit out of all these other Titans. And then, Chris, you kind of see that he's kind of running out of steam. Like, like the other, the the smaller Titans are starting to like. Almost he's getting it. swarmed up. Yeah, yeah, he's getting swarmed on, and collapses. And, you know, I think his arms are. You know, he he isn't regenerating like he was before. Oh yeah. Um. I think Chris, the, you know, he, he falls to the ground, and what do we see come out of the back of his neck, Chris? That looks like Aaron. Like, it sure is that does. Aaron's music. By God. By God. <laughs> That's Aaron's music. And so Mikasa, you know, she immediately uh, she, she sees anybody that looks like Aaron. She's she's diving after them. Oh yeah. And kind of like holds him up and like 
she hears his heartbeat, Chris. She, I mean, out of the episode. He's alive. Struggle of Tross part whatever. I hear his heartbeat. Yeah. Like, but he's got, Chris, he's got a leg and he's got an arm. What's going on here? You know what? He's, I, he's fine. He's I don't still... Un, I don't understand. Um, and, you know, it kind of brings us right into episode nine, which is titled Whereabouts of His Left Arm. Like, where's his arm at? It's here. Episode 9, who dat, who dare? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, this is also the episode where we meet Captain Levi for the first time. Um, probably the yes. most fan favorite character from the show. Um, Levi. Yeah, he's, he's definitely your, your, like, I don't know, your, your silent, brooding, badass type character. Yeah, and, and we'll get to know him quite a bit as the show progresses, but he is just... He's the shit. Like, when it comes to Captain yeah. Levi, like, dude's the shit. Like, and I think we've seen him briefly before this. We met him and Hanji as they were, like, entering the town at one point. Like, maybe after the yeah. skip. Um, yeah, but they were coming back from a, from a mission, a scout mission. Yeah, and obviously him and his squad are showed, showing up to Trost District. Um, mm-hmm. We get to meet, I can't remember the, the red-headed girl's name. I want to say it starts uh, yeah. with a P, but I'm I could be just butchering that, um, but she she ends up becoming a more a little bit more of a character as we go on. Um, mm-hmm. But Levi and his squad show up, and Chris they're they're wrecking some shit, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And they're showing up, obviously at Trost, and then and then we kind of get to see like what happened with Aaron. So Aaron was obviously eaten and swallowed by this like bearded Titan guy. Um, and then we see he, that he woke up in, like, the stomach of this Titan. Very similar to, like, how Ed and, and them woke up inside of Gluttony. Like, there's just blood and, like, exactly. dead shit everywhere. And, like, basically, like, he's getting all pissed off. Like, I'm gonna kill all of you. Uh. And, like, with all this rage, we see, like, we flash out to the outside. And we see, like, an arm come through the Titan's mouth. And then mm-hmm. Aaron has become this Titan. And... Yeah. Turns out he was he's the one a little, little Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde situation here. And he's been the one that's been beating ass and taking names, and it, it's it's kind of like nobody can believe what's happening, um, including me. Like the first time I saw this, I was like, "What is going on?" Like, yes, yeah, for what it's worth, I can't believe he was beating ass like that. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, so our our main character isn't dead." All right, we we did it. Um, now. The com so like all of his friends and comrades and all that stuff, they're like, all right, we got to keep this kind of on the down low because, you know, if the higher ups find out about this, like they're, oh, he's dead. They're like, I don't even know how we're gonna explain this. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, uh, General, where it's it's Vorman, Vorman Kitts, I believe is his name. Um, boy, he's ready. He's ready to throw him in front of the firing squad. Yeah, sir. Ba- basically, when Aaron comes to. Uh, they're in front of the fire squad. Firing squad. It's him, Armin, and Mikasa, exactly. and he has no idea what's going on. He's like, "What the fuck?" Like his memories are chalked. He's like, "What? Why am I here? What's? Why are they shooting at me?" And Kits is like, "You were a titan, blah blah blah." You know, he's he's given you know very. It, it's kind of rational. It's like after what they just saw, they're like, "Uh." He's probably like a spy for the Titans or, you know, something crazy. They're, they're assuming the worst. Um, but in reality, Aaron was the one that was saving them. Um, and, you know, he sees these memories of, like, his dad giving him this injection and giving him 
he and he's like, you have to reclaim Walmaria. That's like one of the things his dad said to him in these in these dream sequences that he's kind of going through. Um, and Mikasa and Armin, despite their best efforts, like they're gonna shoot these cannons. And so Aaron, like through some power of his own, he partially like transforms Chris. And this is actually so like like a, like a torso, like a skeleton yeah, type like of the, situation. It's like here. the top half of the of a Titan, basically. And it's like, yeah, it's not like his full Titan form that he was just in. It's like a half-ass version, but it protects him and his friends from being shot by these cannons. So. And it almost has a, like, it almost looks like half a colossal titan, just because, like, the face is, like, skeleton and, like, muscle, and then it's just, like, a rib cage. Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of a, a frightening sight, honestly. Um, and if anybody, oh, yeah. I think if anybody's seen the live-action movie, I believe this is where the live-action movie ends, the first one. Mm-hmm. I think this is where it ended. I only saw it once, because obviously it was terrible. Same. same. Exactly. Chris, Chris we'll, we'll be able to revisit that. <laughs> uh, can I say I can definitely wait? I I can totally wait on that. That's just too damn bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to check those out eventually too. That way we can we can suffer through some. You know we can't well, just th- we, we can't gotta... just have nothing but hits, Chris. We gotta have some duds. Yeah, we got we gotta have some veggies, I guess. That's right. <laughs> but like then, Aaron, you know, he climbs out of this partially transformed Titan, and he's telling Mikasa and Armin, you know, there's steam and everywhere. Uh, around mm-hmm. him, so they're kind of covered up, and he's like, "Look, we got to get back to the basement." And Shiganshina, my dad, you know, I think that might be where we need, you know, this could be the secret to destroying the Titans. All this stuff, he starts to remember a little bit more of what his dad was telling him, and all this stuff. Meanwhile, on the outside, Kits is like reloading, <laughs> load up the cannons, guys. <laughs> We're firing again. Um, so Aaron's Aaron <laughs> <and> reloading. The... <laughs> And then Aaron's like trying to think of a plan, like how are we gonna get out of here? He's like, and it, it, basically it's like I can run away and I'll be a criminal, or Armin can convince him because Armin's a genius. And this is where we kind of like, I think this is where they bring up the fact that Armin had saved these two once before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they basically like Armin, you know, using his his wits and all this stuff. He's trying to like convince Kits. Um, Chris, this no avail, man. Like it's is not yeah, even with Armin trying everything. Armin does the fucking soldier salute, like the uh, to AOT fucking salute that you see all the weeds mm-hmm. doing your local hot topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and Kits is like, yeah, fuck that. We're firing again. And I should mention you want to move out of the way, or we're gonna mention, shoot you too. I think it's at the beginning of this episode we meet Pixis, and I kind of I, I didn't touch on that. Uh, uh-huh. Pixis is like a, a head commander, or he's a I believe he's just a commander, as he technically is. But we see yeah, he, he's the one in charge of like the southern, basically the entire southern front. He is like the high commander of the south, yeah, basically. And we see him like playing chess with the king, and all this yep. stuff, and they get interrupted when one of his men comes and is like, "Look, Cross just got attacked." And you see that Pixis has just been toying with the king like he, he could have beaten him in chess anytime he wanted to. Like he's just been Yeah. Like it, like he Pixis is honestly the goat at this point in my opinion. Um but thankfully he yep. shows up just in time before they fire out these cannons. He's like, Don't you think we should at least hear them out? And tells Kits kinda of just to fuck off. Like hey, pretty much. Go ahead and take a seat. <laughs> and you Get know the showers, bub. And this is where Pixis kinda of talks with Aaron. He's like well, like, 
what what what's going on? <laughs> like, what are you like? Is like, what if can you? He's like, I think we can use you to. You can transform into your Titan. We can plug the the hole in Wall Rose with that stone. Prevent the Titan. Or we could just in. fucking kill you right here. Yeah, and Aaron's like, I think I can do it. I think I can lift that stone and plug the hole. Well, given the options, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And then, Chris, we come up with the plan to retake Trost. Um, yeah, we do. Which is pretty much these last, basically these three episodes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, with the help of Armin, again, him and Pixis and you know a few others, they, they start to get this plan together. You know, have, this team will protect Eren, this team will distract the Titans them all into one corner so they're out of Aaron's way because obviously the Titans are mm-hmm. against Aaron when he's in this Titan form and then Aaron meanwhile will be lifting up this boulder plug the hole, get the crown, save the town Destroy you know the story. drill yeah um, and so he, but, uh, while, while he's explaining this to all the troops, the troops are kind of like Ugh, I know fucking no, and Pix is like look if you don't want to be here, go home, you're, you're, you're free to go, mm-hmm. like don't care. <laughs> Just n- no, no pussy footing around. Yeah, that's right. Because a lot, because a lot of people are like losing their fucking marbles, like out and like when during like muster there, they're just they're they're frightened. Yeah, which you really can't blame them. Um, no, not at all. But yeah, and so they they kind of start to do this this plan. Um, and Aaron's also being guarded by. We meet three new characters. Uh, Ian, Rico, and Matabi. Um, and they're basically the best elites of the garrison unit. Um, yep. And so they're on their way to this giant boulder. Rico, And they're also incredibly skeptical of this plan because they don't trust Aaron. They don't trust Aaron as far as they can fucking throw him. Yeah, I mean, this all happened in the last, you know, hour or so. Like, uh, can we trust mm-hmm. this kid? Like, is this going to work? You know, all this stuff. Um, and so they get to the... Like, we literally just watched this guy turn into a fucking skeleton. Yeah, and so they make their way to this boulder, Chris. <laughs> Aaron, he turns into his titan form by biting his hand. Oh, boy. And Mika's just sitting on the rooftop next to him, and then Aaron just fucking <laughs> swings on her. Turns around and just fucking tries to cold cock her. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's where this episode ends, and then going into episode 12... Uh, yeah, luckily, that did not end well. Oh yeah. boy, that did that not go to plan, Cody? Yeah, and then Mikas is like trying to reason with him. He's in his Titan form. He is just still attacking. And uh, and Ian and uh, what's your name, Rico? They're they're just like, well, fucking shooting up the flare. This yeah, did not work. Our plan is over. They <laughs> yeah, they they send up the red flare signal. Um, and Aaron like, hey, what's his name? What's his name? Pox Pax. What's his name? Uh, uh Pixis. Pixis, yeah. Pixis is just kind of like, all right. Like, because they're, they're, everyone else is still, like, way the fuck back. Yeah, everybody, and the other group's distracting the Titans, and it's like, well, now, mm-hmm. now what the fuck do we do? Yeah. Oh, this was quick. Yeah, and, like, Aaron basically, he, like, attacks until he basically incap- incapacitates himself until he, like, falls to the ground, like, slunched over, hunched over. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still in his Titan form and all this stuff. And so Armin, being concerned, he heads over. And basically, he like, I, I guess I'm kind of putting a little bit before the horse, but he he, he mm-hmm. lands on the back of Aaron's neck, stabs into him, and starts talking to him, kind of just trying to like inspire him to, you know, you, I know you're still yeah. in there, you know, your whole nine yards, like trying to get him, you know, hyped up to, to do this thing. Um, 
meanwhile, we have Gene and Connie and Annie and their group. Um, but Gene's uh, ODM gear malfunctions and forces forces him to like he like falls down in an alleyway. He's hiding. He's stuck in between two titans. Like he is in a rough spot. Like Gene's in dire straits. The whole crew is, is struggling here. Um, and Armin basically like inspires Aaron. We see Aaron like he's in like a this almost dream state. Like he he's almost remembering like his family, like everybody's all good. And you see like Armin like out out the window, like he's on the window. Aaron, wake up! Like you still gotta kill all the Titans. Blah blah blah. And then of course he you know he regains control and all this stuff. Chris he grabs the boulder and he starts heading towards the hole. Um, <laughs> thankfully. Um. Meanwhile, old old boy Gene, uh, he, he sees a dead soldier outside the window that he's trapped in. Uh, and then with the help of Annie, Connie, and Marco uh, distracting the Titans, he's able to get back his, uh, get this ODM gear off of a, a fellow dead soldier. Mm-hmm. Although I'm pretty sure that gear was also fucked up. Like, man's just having a rough, a rough. Oh, dude, he like, and <laughs> yeah, like the things like, he's like barreling down on him. He's trying to get that fucking belt undone, dude. He is trying to get this shit. Yeah, our boy Gene just can't get a good set of gear to save his life. Dude, he's having a hard time. Yeah, and so, but now, you know, Aaron's got the boulder, you know, plans back in effect. That's um, right, yeah, he's got it up, and you see, you see it just fucking, like, over the, over the uh, like, skyline, you just see the boulder, like, moving. Yeah, um, and so he ends up plugging the hole with the help of Mikasa killing Titans, and Levi killing, I mean, everybody's killing Titans out here. Um, and then Armin... Or no, no, it's it, it's when Armin puts the bolt or excuse me, Aaron puts the boulder into the hole. Operations of success. Rico flies the flare. Armin's trying to get Aaron out of the back of the Titan body. They get cornered by two Titans, and that's when Captain yeah, Levi... Yeah, there's a couple stragglers. That's when Captain Levi shows up. Um, yeah, he does. And not only Levi, his whole group, we get to meet Erwin, we get to meet Hanji. Um, mm-hmm. Very important characters as we, as we progress here. Um... And then we kind of get like a like an Armin um, narrator talk, like he's like, you know, they, they managed to kill all of the rest of the Titans inside of Trost. Mm-hmm. They managed to capture two for research. Um, and so yeah, the man, with with the help of Commander Erwin and Captain Levi and well, the Scout Regiment showing oh. up. But they also have thrown Aaron in the fucking clink. Right, yeah. He's still kind of sketchy. <laughs> don't know if we can yeah. trust him. Don't know if we can trust him just yet. Uh, we gotta have a, yeah. uh, have a chat with him. Uh, meanwhile, Chris, we have Gene, Sasha, and Annie are basically on the front lines of identifying all of the bodies. Oh, man. With, like, the Rip doctors. Marco. Yeah, and it turns out that Marco somehow was killed. This is, and, like, mm-hmm. Gene... Uh, obviously, we saw, we know Marco was with uh, Annie and Connie when they were like distracting the Titans, uh-huh. so Gene could get the ODM gear off that dead body. But uh-huh. seeing Marco dead, it's like okay, that's our first, our, our next like major death probably at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and like Sasha and Annie and all of them come across like the uh, the hairball of like human flesh. <laughs> oh my god, it's so gross! Like it's just like teeth and faces and just all kinds of shit, and they're like. Oh yeah, after and they're like casually like, oh yeah, after a titan gets full, he just uh, they just spit it up. Yeah, like a cat does a hairball. It's like, yeah, oh jeez. Like, well, that's just foul. Yeah, but then meanwhile, in Aaron's cell, he's being guarded by the MPs. He's visited. Um, 
by Captain Levi and Commander Erwin. He's basically like, all right. What's up with the basement? They're, yeah. they're asking, like, what's up with the basement? Yeah, tell us what you know, brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't really know what you are. We're just trying to learn. We're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and Levi's like, what's the haps, brother? Levi's like, well, you're coming with us. I'm taking you under my wing. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Levi's basically Levi's like, like I don't look, really know what to think. Yeah, he's like, you, you ever get out of pocket? <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. You're just fucking <laughs> like, dead. And Levi is not one to be fucked with. I mean, we've seen him kill Titans at this point, but we don't know yet. But Levi uh-huh. is, he's that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of where we, we end at, Chris. The struggle for Trost has mm-hmm. ended. Uh, our main character yeah, has become we're, we're, a we're Titan head- guy? Like, what? Mm-hmm. And we're heading, to the, we're heading to the basement? Yeah, the plan's to get to the basement. Um, Which, we've got quite the trek. We've got to go back through some... Uh, We've got to go back through some other house, uh, sorry, some um, some other walls. Probably come face to face with some other titans. Yeah, because right now we're behind wall rose. God damn it, I'm getting them. Yeah, we're yeah we're behind wall rose. Yeah, we're still behind wall rose. I guess we're technically in Tross, which is a little jut end of that. Mm-hmm. But they have to reclaim Wall Maria and then get to mm-hmm. Shigantsuna because Shigantsuna again is another out outlier there. Um, a nice ending point, though. We got through the whole struggle of Fertrost. Um, I was worried when we were watching it. I was like, I'm pretty sure 13 is where it, the struggle for Trost ends, I believe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah no, absolutely. We definitely, stopped, we definitely stopped at the logical stopping point this week. And Cody, I can't wait to dive back in for more. Yeah, man. The, the show is just... It's such an easy watch. Like... I, like, I had to, like, forcefully stop myself, like, no, you need to go watch yeah. more One Piece. You can't watch any more of this right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I would have trekked right through. I would have been on season three by now. Like, I would have just kept watching. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, I guess we didn't really touch on it, but, like, the show is fantastic, Chris. Like, the animation-wise, the voice acting. Beautiful. Like, world dude, the voice acting is, is just, just insanely good. Yeah, like, I... I, I I don't have a gripe about anything in this first season. Like the pacing Nothing. is like the pacing might seem a little fast, but mm-hmm. like they keep you entertained. Like everything, like edge of your seat. Like maybe the easiest show we've watched. Like the easiest show just to continuously watch uh, since we started mm-hmm. the cast. Like easier to watch than like more. I don't know. It's like addicting to watch this show. <laughs> like extremely. Um. Yeah, I, did, I just can't wait to dive into more. Um, even though I've seen and we it, will, and we got a, a, a bop, a crazy upbeat intro. Uh, the outro, Dude, the uh, the intros and outros are terrific. Yeah, um, I really have nothing nothing bad to say about it. Like, I yeah, go, I got oh, nothing. I think my only gripe, and that's more of like a joke thing, and that's when Armin mm-hmm. at the beginning of every episode he always says that fucking line where he's like. Titans took over as if wholesale destruction was child's play, and he says yeah, that oh, yes. every fucking episode. And there's memes about that too. But um, yeah, I mean, well, Cody, you know they say wholesale destruction is child's play. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and if if I didn't know, I do now. I I know now. That's right. Has beaten it into my head. Um, yeah, man. I, like, I have no gripes about the show. I don't. I don't <laughs> Like, if, if I could find anything, I'd have to, like, be, like, nitpicky, but 
Oh, yeah, you have to dig to find something negative about it. Like, you genuinely do. Yeah, and most of it is just a mystery for, like, like, oh, what happened? What? How did Marco die? Like, oh, I'm sure we'll, maybe mm-hmm. we'll find out. Like, it, it shows just, like, it's great. Like, it's just fucking great. Yeah, and they're, and they're not afraid to take a couple, you know, take two steps back to take two steps forward. Like, they'll show uh, anything that happened off screen. They'll, they, you know, they can, they have no problem showing us. Um, you know, in some form of flashback or what have you. Yeah, especially, like, I think the main main parts of that would be, like, Aaron's, like, dreams that he's seeing. Like, what's going on with mm-hmm. uh, And we'll just have to, you know, we'll have to stick around and find out. But Yep. His dreams, him turning into a titan. Yeah. That is the first 13 episodes, though, Chris. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, we won't put it on our ranking until season one's over. Um, yep. Yeah, that, it's just all I've got. It's just great, Chris. Yeah, yeah that's all I got. Uh, I'm gonna pour myself another mimosa, Chris, and then uh, yeah. Any, anything yeah. else before we wrap this episode up, Chris? I can't wait to dive in and watch more, man. Same, dude. Yeah, I'm just I'm just ready to move on. I am beyond in. I can't wait to you know to continue down the uh, down this path and start going start getting onto some things uh, in the show that I have not seen, which is truthfully the majority of it. So. I'm actually really, really excited. Because you haven't seen season two yet, even, right? I have not. I have not. So, yeah, this is all... Well, I mean, we're still in charted territory. I'll be getting to uncharted territory very soon. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for you to yeah. experience it. This is Chris, this is a show I've shown my dad. My dad's a big, like... He likes horror mm-hmm. movies and zombie movies, so any, like, gory anime I can show him, and he'll be like, oh, that was pretty cool. So he's actually even seen, like, the first couple episodes of this. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, like... Show just that's good. Just great. Just great. I can't wait to dive into more. Um, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week, guys. Hope you hope you enjoyed. Um, Chris, are we gonna just go into season two after season one's over, or do we want to break this up? Uh, I am I am okay to dive right into more. Okay. Well, maybe we'll see after season two if we want to throw a movie for season three. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll divvy we'll throw something else in the mix. That way we can have a poll. We've got options. We've yeah. definitely got options. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, so that's going to do it for this week on Shonen and Suds, guys. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And I regret to inform you we did not introduce ourselves at the top of this. But you know what? You fucking know who we are by now. But you know what? We'll see you next time. And I'm going to drink the rest of this coffee.